Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. You can learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com or you can download our free Living Truth app. We're going to take a break from our teachings in Isaiah to discuss the upcoming apologetics event, Dare to Defend. Now, here's Pastor Michael with Lenny Esposito and Claudia Kalmakov. Well, hey, listening family, this is Pastor Michael Lance. This is Walk in Truth. We're taking a break from our normal teaching, moving through the book of Isaiah verse by verse to talk about a very special event being hosted by Living Truth Christian Fellowship in the city of Corona, where I serve as senior pastor, and it is called Dare to Defend. And it's an apologetics conference focusing on defending the historic Christian faith, giving reasons for faith, the hope that we have, happening on March 25th, that's a Friday night, and the 26th, which is a Saturday most of the day, an incredible lineup of speakers. And we're taking a break from the normal broadcast because this is really important. Truth is something that, you know, is falling in the streets, as it were, as one of the Old Testament writers puts it. And so we really need to hold up truth and uh, anchor not only believers in the truth, but put the truth before our culture and really be ambassadors of truth and hope. I have two very special guests with me, Lenny Esposito, founder and president of Come Reason Ministries. Lenny, welcome back. Thank you, Michael. To Walk in Truth. And I have Claudia Kalmakov, who is an apologist and an author. Uh, both of these guys are authors as well. You write your blog articles and you do a great job. Thank you. And so um, we're excited about this conference and we're going to get into a little bit more of the topic uh, but before the topics, I should say, but before we do, let's, let's talk a little bit about the conference. So the conference is focused on apologetics. Claudia, I'm going to, I'm going to pitch this to you for a second. Okay. Uh, you went back to school to I study did. Christian apologetics. Yes. You had been a Christian for a long time. Yes. How many, uh-huh. uh, when did you get saved? What year was oh, that? Gosh, probably, uh, you know, I, I always had a, a belief in in Christ, but I think when I really got serious about my faith was probably 1987. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you, you found yourself, uh, you know, a little yeah, later in life right. going to Biola. Yes. And you went through the apologetics program yeah, there. Yes. Uh-huh. And what motivated you to do such a thing? You know, I had been going to BSF, Bible Study Fellowship, for eight years and I learned so much going to that, and it's really a training ground is what they call it, and it did its job. I What it did was it I, I learned so much, but it also brought up more questions in my mind, and as intense as BSF is, I got to a point where it wasn't intense enough. I needed more answers, and I knew what I really wanted was a formal theological education, so that's why I went back to Biola and studied for three years at Talbot Seminary. So you saw the need, and, and we, had, we had talked about in the previous broadcast the topic of deconstruction. So uh, with the definition that people are kind of breaking down everything that they've believed, if yeah. they grew up in the church, et cetera, and we have, you, Lenny, you mentioned ex-evangelicals, yeah. and this would be people in famous uh, worship groups, uh, Christian rock bands. Uh, even famous authors like Joshua Harris has, at least for the time right. being, said that podcasters he's, Rhett and Link, mm-hmm. a very famous. Uh, you have Michael Gungor. You've got uh, DC Talk. Yes, uh, 
alumni, a lot of folks who are getting not not a ton of Christians, I would say, but there's enough of them with enough visibility to cause a lot of people to start asking questions. And so questions is really what apologetics is all about. So you wanted, Claudia, answers mm-hmm. to your questions, but you wanted to be able to give answers to others. So yeah. kind of maybe marry those two together with what's happening in the culture and tell us a little bit about your mm. passion and and why apologetics. You know, I think my passion for apologetics comes from the fact that it's just relevant. It's so relevant. Everybody has questions and they're big questions. And and I know that when I was growing up, they were questions that no one could answer. And so I think there's still a need for that. And and today there's even more of a need for that, yes. especially with this uh, deconstruction and exvangelical yeah. situation that's going on. I think um, I think it's a lack of biblical knowledge that people have. And if they don't, like I was saying before, if they don't have that foundation and they don't know about God's promises and what we know is true, not by what we're feeling, but by facts, historical, uh, archaeological facts, what we know to be true, then their feelings take over. And these are the biggest questions of all. Mm. We're yes. talking about issues of eternity. We have a group of pastor friends. We used to do a call-in broadcast, and they used to say eternity is too long to be wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> about your soul, right? Exactly. So these are big questions. So Lenny, with that thought in mind, one of our speakers is going to be J.P. Moreland yes. on Saturday. And J.P.'s been around a long time. He's an incredible uh you know, philosopher and an apologist and a theologian. So the topic of miracles is his latest book, right? What's the yes. title of his book? Uh, a simple guide to experience miracles. Okay. So yeah. let, let's dig this out for a second. So here we are, you know, uh, somebody's driving along a freeway right now, listen to this broadcast and maybe they've prayed for a sick loved one. Mm-hmm. We've, we've seen all, all the devastation in the last couple of years with not only physical health, but mental health. Yeah. Now we get to the topic of miracles and people start saying, asking questions like, are there miracles? Where would miracles be validated? How could someone make such a claim? We're, we're banking our eternity on the miracle of the resurrection. Right. Uh, get wet our whistle a little bit on what JP will be talking about and this topic of miracles. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very, interesting topic, especially coming at it from a Western mindset. So uh, we have a mutual friend, Craig Hazen, and one of the the, uh, folks who ran through uh, his program at Biola, the apologetics program Mm -hmm. that Claude was referring to, uh, was from a a middle African country. And he called Craig up and he asked him, you know, yeah, how are things going? And Craig said, how about you? How's the church? And he goes, oh, it's been doing pretty well. We've had a couple of people we've prayed for who've regained their sight. We had one resurrection. And, <laughs> and Craig is going like, what? What? You know, how is this? What What do you mean? How How are you guys doing this? Back up. You know, he goes, he goes, well, you, you have to understand, Craig, that you in the West, you have 911 mm-hmm. and we don't. So when something terrible happens, when some crisis hits... You can call for an emergency help, and that's your first reaction. That's who you trust. Mm. 
We don't have that. We have to trust God. And what JP does in in his book is he 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 starts with the idea that the resurrection is a miracle. So we have to have at least some understanding that God performs miracles. That it's not illogical. We contra David Hume and some of the philosophical mm-hmm. objections. We can take that apart. But beyond that, if we say we believe in miracles, but we never act on it then of course we never see any miracles, Mm -hmm. right? If the Western church says, well, I think there are miracles, but I'm never going to pray for them. Yeah, you won't see them. So what JP's book does is he looks at it from, first of all, a philosophical and a logical viewpoint. He understands that it's not, we're not talking about name it and claim it stuff. We're not talking about that fringe idea. That's, that's, garbage. We all recognize that that's heretical. Uh, God is not our genie that we can just demand whatever we want from him. That's completely another idea. But if there is a God, and if he can perform miracles, then it would stand to reason a God who loves us will perform miracles, at least at some point, unless he has other right. um, desires, greater yes. desires. And so that's what JP does. And and it would give you, again, it's ministerial. It gives you confidence in yourself that maybe, yeah, maybe we should be asking more. Maybe that prayer should be our first response, yes. not our last hope. Now, a book that came out recently, last couple of years, is The Case for Miracles, yes. uh, Lee Strobel. Mm-hmm. Lee Strobel. Mm-hmm. So Lee goes through all these incredible miracle accounts, and, and, it's, and it's definitely faith uplifting and so forth. But there's a chapter in that book, and I think it's been in several other writings on this topic. What if you don't get the miracle, at mm-hmm. least this side of heaven? Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to wrestle with right. as well. But I like what you said. We put it under the sovereign canopy of, yeah. you know, God is pro- God's providential hand, God's sovereignty. He knows best, but yet we still pray in faith. Absolutely. We still ask. And so this is one of the topics that's going to yeah. be happening at the Dare to Defend conference, March 25th and 26th, hosted by Living Truth Christian Fellowship right here in the city of Corona, a Friday night and a Saturday. And some of you are saying, man, I just want to be there. How do I get signed up? Well, here's what you do. You go to Dare to defend.com that's dare to defend.com adult tickets are $55 for both days plus a meal students any kind of student with an id $39 and group discounts of 10 or more you also pay the $39 we're going to have the habit hamburger truck here we're going to have some meals from uh panera panera bread so um, some vegetarian options yeah so you have those options uh for those of you who have gone that way <laughs> we won't get we won't go to that topic right now jesus Took the fish and cooked it. (laughs) Even after the resurrection. But hey, you know, we're not going to go there right now. But we're excited to bring some incredible speakers like Sean McDowell on Friday night, uh, J.P. Moreland, Ken Samples, Lenny Esposito, who's sitting right here with us, Claudia Kalmakoff doing one of the breakout sessions. And I want to touch on something that Dr. Uh, Scott Smith is dealing with, and that is the idea of critical race theory. Mm. Yeah. So here's another thing that people hear. Uh, you know, I know we we all kind of live in this world, but uh, sometimes people hear CRT mm-hmm. or critical race theory, Claudia, and they're mm-hmm. like, what is that and why should I care? But it is really permeating a lot of areas of our culture. Talk a little bit about uh, critical race theory uh, and then, you know, why why would someone need to know what it is and how to deal with it? What would you say? 
Remember, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Our station in the Bay Area is up for renewal. If you're resonating with this ministry and you have a heart to see it expand, we would love to hear from you to know that it's making an impact, that you're praying for us, and that you're wanting to support and partner in the work that's being done there. The price per year is $3,500. If 70 people give $50, we'll reach that goal. It will help us not only to meet the radio airtime costs there, but also help us expand. Please donate at walkintruth.com and click donate. And then on Kept FM. And help support the broadcast as it goes out into your area. Once again, you can donate at walkintruth.com, click donate, and then click on Kept FM. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to Walk in Truth today. Did you know there's more where that came from? Download the Living Truth app to listen to more of Pastor Michael's teachings whenever you want. You can even watch videos. And if you're local to Southern California, you can get updates on church events, new studies, and more. Download the free Living Truth app today. Now back to Pastor Michael's conversation about Dare to Defend on this special edition of Walk in Truth. Now we get to the topic of miracles and people start saying, asking questions like, are there miracles? Where would miracles be validated? How could someone make such a claim? We're, we're banking our eternity on the miracle of the resurrection. Right. Uh, get wet our whistle a little bit on what JP will be talking about and this topic of miracles. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very interesting topic, especially coming at it from a Western mindset. So uh, we have a mutual friend, Craig Hazen, and one of the, the uh, folks who ran through uh, his program at Biola, the apologetics program mm-hmm. that Claude was referring to, uh, was from a, a middle African country. And he called Craig up and he asked him, you know, yeah, how are things going? And Craig said, how about you? How's the church? And he goes, oh, it's been doing pretty well. We've had a couple of people we've prayed for who've regained their sight. We had one resurrection. And, <laughs> and Craig is going like, what? What? You know, how is this? What What do you mean? How How are you guys doing this? Back up. You know, he goes, he goes, well, you, you have to understand, Craig, that you in the West, you have 911 mm-hmm. and we don't. So when something terrible happens, when some crisis hits, you can call for an emergency help, and that's your first reaction. That's who you trust. Mm. We don't have that. We have to trust God. And what JP does in, in his book is he, he, he starts with the idea that the resurrection is a miracle. So we have to have at least some understanding that God performs miracles, that it's not illogical. We contra David Hume and some of the philosophical mm-hmm. objections. We can take that apart. But beyond that, if we say we believe in miracles, but we never act on it, then of course we never see any miracles, Mm -hmm. right? If the Western church says, well, I think there are miracles, but I'm never going to pray for them. Yeah, you won't see them. So what JP's book does is he looks at it from, first of all, a philosophical and a logical viewpoint. He understands that it's not, we're not talking about name it and claim it stuff. We're not talking about that fringe idea. That's, that's, garbage. We all recognize that that's heretical. Uh, God is not our genie that we can just demand whatever we want from him. That's completely another idea. But if there is a God, and if he can perform miracles, then it would stand to reason a God who loves us will perform miracles, at least at some point, unless he has other um, 
desires, greater yes. desires. And so that's what JP does. And and it would give you, again, it's ministerial. It gives you confidence in yourself that maybe, yeah, maybe we should be asking more. Maybe that prayer should be our first response, yes. not our last hope. Now, a book that came out recently, last couple of years, is The Case for Miracles, yes. uh, Lee mm-hmm. Strobel. Lee Strobel. Mm-hmm. So Lee goes through all these incredible miracle accounts, and, and, it's, and it's definitely faith uplifting and so forth. But there's a chapter in that book, and I think it's been in several other writings on this topic. What if you don't get the miracle, at mm-hmm. least this side of heaven? Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to wrestle with right. as well. But I like what you said. We put it under the sovereign canopy of you know god is god's providential hand god's sovereignty he knows best but yet we still pray in faith we still ask and so this is one of the topics that's going to be happening at the dare to defend conference march 25th and 26th hosted by living truth christian fellowship right here in the city of corona a Friday night and a Saturday, and some of you are saying, man, I just want to be there. How do I get signed up? Well, here's what you do. You go to daretodefend.com. That's daretodefend.com. Adult tickets are $55 for both days plus a meal. Students, any kind of student with an ID, $39. And group discounts of 10 or more, you also pay the $39. We're going to have the Habit hamburger truck here. We're going to have some meals from uh, Panera Panera Bread. So some Um, vegetarian options. Yeah, so you have those options uh, for those of you who have gone that way. (laughs) We We won't go to that topic right now. Jesus took the fish and cooked it <laughs> even after the resurrection <laughs> but hey you know we're not going to go there right now but we're excited to bring some incredible speakers like sean mcdowell on friday night uh jp moreland ken samples lenny esposito who's sitting right here with us claudia kalmakoff doing one of the breakout sessions and i want to touch on something that dr uh scott smith is dealing with and that is the idea of critical race theory mm. Yeah. So here's another thing that people hear. Uh, you know, I know we we all kind of live in this world, but uh, sometimes people hear CRT mm-hmm. or critical race theory, Claudia, and they're mm-hmm. like, "What is that? And why should I care?" But it is really permeating a lot of areas of our culture. Talk a little bit about uh, critical race theory, uh, and then you know why why would someone need to know what it is and how to deal with it? What would you say? Well, I think, well, critical race theory, uh, I think the, the crux of it is that it divides people into two categories. You're either the oppressed or you're an oppressor. And it's the reason why it's not biblical is because Christ w- wants us to be unified. There's really one race, the human race, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. He doesn't want us to look at color and and be divisive over that. So uh, critical race theory says that the the only way you can be saved is to be an Uh, anti-racist. It's really, when you break it down and you look at the different aspects of it, it's really a religion in itself Yes, uh, because they have ways you can be saved. Um, So there's aspects, there's aspects of critical race theory that, that, qualify it as a religion yes and it's antithetical to the gospel there's there's no salvation in critical race theory if you're a white person Mm. so 
um, and that's not what the Bible teaches. Yes. It's completely it's completely opposite to what it's, the Bible it's teaches. It's really a redefinition of the gospel. It is. And it doesn't mean that we're not saying that there isn't racism in the country. There there is racism, but here's here's the deal. Critical race theory has has really not brought anybody together in its truest form. It's it's really divided exactly. people. Yeah, Lenny, I, I want to talk a little bit about the breakout sessions because yeah. we're going to quickly run out of time. So we've got plenary speakers, main speakers. Right. Uh, we we've mentioned them: J.P. Moreland on miracles, Shaw McDowell on deconstruction, Ken Samples. What's he going to be dealing with? Ken Samples is talking on a topic that he has a book about called "Why Christianity Makes a World of Difference," mm. and this is one aspect of Christianity that we need to know. Uh, the idea is that like a, the problem is most people pick up their beliefs almost like a salad bar. I'll have a little bit of this. I'll have a little bit of that. I'll have a little bit of the other. And, you know, if you have too many choices, really what happens is the tastes clash. You have mm-hmm. a, you, and you can get an upset stomach from it. <laughs> uh, it makes you sick. Uh, Really, what one should do is to look for something that's more unified, right? You can't put together a jigsaw puzzle from four different puzzle boxes. Yes. You want to put together a puzzle where all the pieces not only fit with one another, but they create a singular picture at the outset. And that's what Christianity does. It not only answers questions like the problem of evil, and it alone has a solution to the problem of evil. I know of no other Is that faith. Your, one of your topics on? Yes, yeah, on, on Friday, yes. Okay. So Christianity offers a solution to the problem of evil, whereas other faiths, really, you just have to bear over the problem of evil, or you have to ignore it. Exactly. Um, but it also talks about uh, human thriving. Uh, basically, how do, why human beings are intrinsically equal. That's a Christian idea. That's fundamental. That that didn't exist in Rome or Greece. So on Friday night, we'll have Sean McDowell dealing with deconstruction right. and how how devastating that can be. And then you're going to deal with this issue that you were just talking about, the problem of evil. Right. I mean, these are two huge topics, just Friday night alone, let alone everything yeah. we've talked about. And so Saturday. Ken comes in on Saturday and he starts talking about how Christianity changed the nature of how we understand ourselves, yes. how we understand one another, and why Christianity is the glue that gives us a cohesive moral framework to treat other people with respect as opposed to trying to conquer them, right? Yes. And, and, and what we're seeing in our world today is persecution coming against the church, mm-hmm. crazy things happening in Canada, in our own country, in other countries. And yet Christianity's imprint, if you really think about the impact that Christianity has made, has been amazing and incredible when it's lived out the way it was intended to be lived out. So we're, we're quickly running out of time. I know Dr. Jacob Daniel is one yeah. of our breakout speakers. So I want to give kind of a quick flyover as we wrap this up. So you have a couple of speakers on Friday, Sean and Lenny. Then we have speakers on Saturday with breakout sessions, worship in between, mm-hmm. times of fellowship and food. There will be coffee, danishes, uh, the Habit hamburger truck. Uh, but there'll be a chance to go out to a breakout session of one's choosing, right. correct? So if I went to Dr. Jacob Daniels' breakout, how long would it be and what's he talking about? Uh, he, it, little less than an hour. He's talking about the idea of personhood and human dignity mm. and why all humans share dignity as opposed to uh, – 
by nature of their humanity as opposed to by nature of, say, their race or something to that effect. And and what a huge uh, issue this is when it comes to abortion, when it comes to euthanasia. I mean, there's so many topics that this touches on. This is Pastor Michael Lance, and we are talking about the Dare to Defend Conference happening at Living Truth Christian Fellowship in the city of Corona, March 25th and 26th. And it is really, we're, we're just weeks away now. And this is something you're going to want to sign up for. You're going to want to bring friends to this. If you're a mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, you're a student, this is going to equip you to give reasons for faith, hope that you can pass on to others. And this is what this program is all about. It's called Walk in Truth. And we're doing this because we believe that you can benefit from this content. Don't miss it. DareToDefend.com is how you sign up. You can buy tickets there. DareToDefend.com. Go there today. Uh, get your tickets. Buy one for a friend and come on out because this is going to be awesome powerful, and it's going to really ground you more in your most holy faith. So we're excited that you've both been with us. I'm going to give you just 15 seconds, final takeaway, Claudia. What would you say to our listening audience? Well, I think I think it's important to come to this conference because if you want to defend your faith, you have to know why you believe what you believe. Amen. Lenny? And I think even if you're a skeptic or a seeker, you should come out as well. We'll have a Q&A session at the end. We'd love to hear you. You're, you're going to be among friends. We're not going to vilify you. We just want to hear your questions, and we'll answer them as well as we can. And that's a wonderful point to end on, a Q&A session at the end. So if you have a question that's bubbled uh, in you a while or from the content, you'll be able to ask it at the end of Saturday. This is going to be a powerful weekend. Make sure you go to daretodefend.com. Get your tickets today. This is Pastor Michael Lance. This is Walk in Truth. God bless you. Have an awesome day. Don't forget you can learn more about Walk in Truth and the Dare to Defend Conference when you visit walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. And if you missed any part of this conversation or part one from Monday, you can listen to Walk in Truth on your podcast app. And tune in tomorrow as we return to Pastor Michael's teaching in Isaiah 26 called the city of peace. I'm Mike Massaro, and thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, where it's our goal to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.